0: Radio Sports Summer of Cricket, the podcast with Brian Waddle and Jeremy Coney. Thanks to Sky Sports, because life needs more sport
1: day four was all Australia they ended up winning the test and winning it by a comfortable margin they were kept from playing an extra day and they had New Zealand comfortably under control, they started the day with six wickets down ended 217 for nine declared, they didn't want to put Hazelwood through having to bat in a test match with an injury, they lost three wickets Wade for 17, Cummins 13 and Stark for 23 New Zealand's successes came through Salve, 21 overs and one ball, six Maidens, five for 69, another five-wicket bag for Southie, and Wagner, 23 overs, four Maidens, three, four, 59. So he took seven wickets in the Test match, Southie took 9, they were the dominant performers for New Zealand with the ball. Set a target of 468 to win New Zealand made a disastrous start Raval was out early for 1, LBW, caught by Lyon from the bowling of Stark and that was 6 for 1 and New Zealand really never got any momentum to their innings. Williamson was out for 14, Taylor got 22 he started to get some control Nichols 21, the best partnership came in the latter part of the Day when Watling and de Grandhomme got together for the sixth wicket partnership, Watling getting 40 and de Grandhomme 33. But it was inevitable they were not going to resist the pace of Stark and Cummings and the control of Nathan Lyon with the ball. Yes, they used Head and they used Labashane, but really they were just bit part players in a performance that saw the Australians through to victory. And it was the extra pace that Stark and Cummins had That was the difference between the two sides Mitchell Stark was man of the match Uh,
2: Pretty tight at the minute Um, (laughs) It was a a great week for the group So um, awesome way to start the series Against the number two side in the world And um, yeah fantastic job with bat and ball and in the field So it's a great way to to start the week Or start the series sorry
0: (laughs) What stood out for you in terms of the performances Because there were a number of them
2: yeah, our first innings again. I think we, we've spoken it spoken about it a lot. Obviously through through the UK tour and then onwards to the the home summer it was it was all about being really really switched on in the first innings and scoring big totals. And um, we did that against Pakistan, winning by an innings on the back of some really big first innings totals. And then again here in Perth to to put on 400 odd um, against the quality attack um, that really probably set up the game for us and then um, for, for the whole bowling group along with the part timers to to really uh, dig deep and remain down for, for both innings was um, a fantastic effort as well. How did you think the deck progressed over the four days and was it what you expected? Not really sure what we were expecting when we got here. It was um, Obviously it cracked up uh, last year but that was a, a red Bull fixture and um, yeah, we, we, with the, the heat that was going to be around this week we, knew, we thought the cracks would open up eventually and then, then the game would speed up towards the back end which obviously it did. So um, probably played Um, close to what a lot expected Um, it was still a pretty good wicket in the ball, Um, all did a fair bit under lights which it has done in Adelaide as well so um, yeah it wasn't too much out of the ordinary.
1: Nathan Lyon also played a significant part in the final day, 4 for 63 his figures from 22 overs.
3: Uh, Yeah pretty clinical performance uh, I'd say by the boys Um, I was pretty impressed by our preparation leading into this test match uh, especially understanding that we're coming up against the second best team in the world so uh, yeah it was quite pleasing to come out and play the way we did um, hats off to Marnus who uh, batted the way he did in the first dig but um, I think it's, uh, you can't go past the big two quicks To uh, when you lose one of your best mates in the first innings and uh, to have um, Pat and Mitch to stand up especially Starkey the way he stand up but saying that Paddy bowled exceptionally today it's pretty, it's pretty special
0: Was there a highlight for you? We've seen a a tremendous catch. In fact, one of the all-time great catches with what Stephen Smith was able to achieve. And you mentioned the nine wickets for Mitch Stark. There was so many highlights out of this. What did you make of it all?
3: Um, highlights for me, it's going to be the bowling attack. I think um, you can't go past the effort and um, the reward that Mitch Stark's been getting getting lately. He deserves every minute minute of it. Um, He's been absolutely... World class, and so um, that's my highlight. Wouldn't have to go to the bowlers in my eyes. What about the deck itself,
0: Nathan? There was a bit of talk of the last test in terms of it was marked as average and one of the reasons being
3: in terms of the spin. What do you think it offered you guys today? <laughs> that's absolutely correct in how it was put down. Um, I think it's uh, one of the best wickets in the world, actually. Yeah, I think the, it's a competition between bat and ball, and that's what you want. That's what the public wants. It wants a contest between bat and ball, and I think you're getting that out here. So I think it's hats off to the curator, and especially preparing a wicket in extreme heat is what I think is an exceptional job
2: did
0: can get and, nah. and, you, and you we've
3: got off. a day off Mitchell so I'm pretty happy no no he said I didn't want to bowl another over so um yeah no that's not about personal root re- goals for you know me Mitch um, so it's all about taking 20 wickets and to do that with um, one one bowler down is pretty special
0: how did you think uh, New Zealand's bowling attack was throughout this uh, this test match um, with them losing a, a quick bowler Ferguson, he bowls 140s we could see that uh, the Australian team, uh, Stark and Cummins bowl around that pace a little bit quicker so do you think they really missed him and will they bring in an, uh, a Henry uh,
3: Bolt? Um, yeah I think they absolutely missed him, I think uh, the airspeed that uh, our guys have has shown the real um, effects on that wicket I guess, uh, you get you can get guys um, jumping around in the crease which uh, I'm walking back to the mark with Paddy Cummins there at the end and he's couldn't believe how much he was enjoying it even though he was in his 18th over for the day so I think they definitely missed it um, but I think they bowled they bowled pretty well they ended up taking what they take 19 wickets Um, so yeah I think they'll be happy with it but not over the moon with it so.
0: Can you give us an idea of how tough it was out there we know it's a summer sport and that's the line that gets trotted out but three four days of Forty degrees plus heat for everyone involved. How challenging is it? How do you cope with it?
3: Uh, it's a lot better than Bangladesh. They're playing in Bangladesh, but uh, oh, it, it, it's challenging. But um, it's part of cricket. As I said, it's a summer sport and. We, as a kid, we've grown up playing it in the backyard, so it's uh, it's not a bad heat. And obviously, when the the doctor comes in, you get this nice little breeze floating around anyway. So it's not that too not too bad. We shouldn't be complaining. What does it mean to win this first test against, as you mentioned, and everyone knows the the second best test team in the world at the moment? Oh yeah, it's pretty big. Um, obviously, every every game you, every first game in the series is is a big game. But I'm um, saying that. They're a world-class side. We're expecting them to bounce back pretty hard. So we'll um, make sure that we'll uh, rest over the next couple of days. But when we get down to Melbourne, it's it's game on, And our preparation has to be 100%, as it has been over the last few weeks. And one last one. We know the disappointment. You mentioned it about Josh Hazelwood, Josh Hazelwood
0: going out of the team. But other than that, the consistency... Same team put together now for a number of test matches. How much do you think that's helping everyone?
3: Oh yeah, I think everyone uh, loves having playing the consistent, consistent side when we're playing well. Obviously, when you're winning, it obviously helps. Um, but you look at the Ashes 2012 and 13, we played the same 11 over the five games, and we had great success off the back of Mitchell. So it's pretty, pretty similar at the moment. Where our bowling attack is, is uh, enjoying a couple of days off from um, that we're able to have throughout the game down to. Um, uh, Marnus and S- Smithy and Davey and these guys at the top of the order so it- it's pretty special that we're able to play a positive brand of cricket and, and we're getting the reward for the, the game that we're playing
2: This is the first day night
4: test of Perth. how do you feel that this goes as a venue for day night cricket?
3: Uh, yeah, I think uh, you can't complain um, uh, it's- it is what it is, it's it is Playing on a great wicket, uh, great contest. So um, I'm I'm enjoying the day-night cricket. I know a lot of fans are doing it, uh, enjoying it as well. So it um, should be interesting to see how it's rated on TV, I guess.
1: And for New Zealand, well, they were left contemplating what might have been. Kane Williamson knew that they were in all sorts of trouble. The inevitable was obvious after day two. Australia getting 416 New Zealand not being able to get any batting skill together and they were always in trouble. and uh, in the end result Kane Williamson acknowledged that Australia were the better team.
4: Yeah I'm um, like you say they're a, a very good team and um, you know throughout this whole match played tactically. Perfectly, really, um, to to bat for the first couple of days and, and take a new ball under lights, um, such as sort of the the dynamic of the day-night cricket as well. They they put us on the back foot from from uh, certainly after the first couple of days. The, the efforts with the ball in hand were, were really good. Um, a, a, you know, a lot of heart went into some of those bowling efforts, but um, at the same time, it is important, I think, moving forward that we try and work out ways to to pick up wickets. You, you do need to try and get ahead of the game here, and, and it is a tough thing to do, and um, they are a strong side, but it's very important as well. So it's, it's, it's very important that we reflect on this. Um, You know, obviously one-sided on the scorecard, but, you know, some bits that we need to build on, obviously, and, um, and not get too carried away with trying to change too much as well.
1: How important was the toss from your point of view?
4: Oh, yeah, I mean it's not only the toss but what you do with it as well and um, that's where a lot of credit goes to the way that Australia played yes you always want to win the toss it's um, sometimes a nice thing to do um, but exploiting the conditions as well as they did was was obviously the more important part so um, the toss sometimes, well you can't control it um, and we just sort of need to crack on with the things that we need to do as well as we can and um, yeah we're we're up for a stiff challenge in this one and, and they played very well and deserve
1: the victory The lack of pink ball experience, did that hamper you?
4: Um, it's different, um, you know, it, it does respond differently at different times, um, so, you know, it, I guess if you had a little bit more experience with it, they, they're always, tr- well, I think they're changing the seams and things to make it better for visibility and, and different things, but look, it, it brings in some nice crowds and a good atmosphere, so um, there's some positive parts to it. Um, yeah, it, like I say, tactically Aussie were, were outstanding throughout this game and um, certainly made use of uh, the, the pink ball and all those different parts that come with it. The batting
1: couldn't get underway in either innings but you must uh, have a sense of pride to some extent in the, the bowling effort of your, of your seamers, the hard work they had to put in in these conditions which yeah. they're not used to. Oh, it was uh, an
4: unbelievable effort uh, to, to be a bowler down and um, guys keep demanding the ball and, and working so hard in the heat to, to try and pick up wickets was like, oh, like I mentioned earlier was pretty heartening to, to see and, and something was seen from our guys for a long period of time but um, yeah, you know, I suppose as the the game went on and the, the pitch started to sort of crack up a little bit, um, you know, we probably didn't get uh, much out of the, the surface as we would have liked. Certainly, um, I guess first up, um, and once again, Australia exploited those conditions. Um,
1: just to find word on Lockie, what's his situation injury wise?
4: Yeah, um, he's got a tear in his calf, so he's flying home. He is going home. Yeah. And are you going to bring in a replacement, or are you going with fourteen um, men squad? Now, nah, we'll, yeah, there'll be a replacement. Yeah, don't know who that is just yet.
0: Radio Sports, Summer of Cricket, the podcast with Resene, New Zealand's most trusted paint brand.